everybody. Endless Wonder here, Maria. Shay. We're here with an um, If I Don't slash BDSM introduction. Yes! <laughs> yes. So for the next couple episodes or for the next future videos, we're going to be doing Cheyenne's going to take the lead on one. I'm going to take the lead on some uh, If I Don't to just teach you about our interests. And we've done it a little bit like that. We've done like another BDSM video. We've done a music video. We've done uh, videos about literature and just random stuff. So um, a little bit more to us. Yeah. Going away, it's not necessarily docu-serious, not necessarily If I Don't Rant in the middle mm -hmm. to baby child right yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah but before you keep on watching like and subscribe go watch the old videos follow us on instagram at endless wonder obviously if you guys have seen i'm wearing a mask um and it's because of this crazy time that we are in right now no um, yeah she's <laughs> you know I was like thinking to I'm like, it's probably not obvious. I mean, not necessary to wear a mask, but I'm like, you never know. Exactly, yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, she, cause I go out, so I, I got a new job that's on a site, not a website, but it's on like a production site. Mm -hmm. And there's people, there's a lot of people there. And so I have to get in the habit of like wearing a mask and so on and so forth. Um, but me going there and then coming home to the fam or like going and hanging out with people, I don't know what I have. And then you don't know what other, exactly. what other people have without them even knowing. Yeah. It. So, and that's really how it is. And, okay, before we even get into the heart of this conversation, right now, 2020, um, I mean, it kind of started in 2019, but it was mainly hitting up in China. I don't know how to pronounce the city, but it's like wound something like that. Yeah. Um, the idea, don't quote me because I am not a new, we're not a news channel, but it came from a lot of viruses come from animals eating animals yes and animal yeah and we this is the first time us is not because we've had some things called like the black plagues as came came from bacteria or like from rats or whatever whatever but right now we're seeing like this thing called the coronavirus numbers it's number seven but they call it corona um covid 19 and that started in china if I'm not mistaken, it started from bats. But the thing is, um, it came from bats. The thing is, this is not going to be the first, I believe, it's not going to be the first epidemic that we have. And people want to blame Asians for eating exotic animals and eating weird stuff. The thing is, the more that we mess with these animals that shouldn't be messed with or like explore into the like certain lands that we shouldn't be messing with, we're going to keep coming into contact with viruses that live in animals. We're not, that we're not equipped to. Exactly. Bats have these viruses in them. And whatever is going on with their immune system or whatever, 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 they can deal with it. But then you bring that along here with us that we can't adapt to it, which is why we're so, we're freaking out because it's new. We don't know what to do with it. We don't know how, what to base it off of, you know. We're, people are dying. You know, a lot of people, and it's so rapid in the fact that it's like airborne as in, Someone can be chilling, coughing, whatever the case might be. <laughs> Just, Just chilling. <laughs> yeah. And you, you're chilling, living, you feel me? Like, breathing. Yeah, breathing. And then you got it. You feel me? Like, some people don't even know that they uh. have it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's so scary. Um, some people are not aware of it. You know, um, it's so easy to get catch because it's airborne. So, yeah, that's what's going on right now. I've been crazy. It shit. is. Yeah. But I, I was saying on Facebook, the most reliable news source on the planet. <laughs> okay. There's, there was like a plague. Let's, let's call this like a plague or like uh, a virus. 1720, 1820, mm -hmm. 1920, and mm -hmm. then now 2020. Mm -hmm. I didn't fully look into it, but I was like, hmm. Every hundred What years. if it's just like not even like humans, but just the planet? every so often creates that that's like all right let's get rid of some people mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. as heartbreaking and everything you know like my condolences to everyone but that's just you also have to take in like earth's own like evolution and natural selection yes. not, not even natural selection it's just like the way everything evolves it's yeah. like all right it's like a cycle mm -hmm. if you really look at it mm -hmm. like that so if it is like that, then that's interesting. Maybe yeah. every couple hundred years or every something hundred happens. years or something like that. Yeah. And you know, okay, so 
places are on lockdown at different times. Like China went through their lockdown. They were kind of going back to normal. Um, the U.S. is somewhat trying to do a, a lockdown. It is and it isn't. Yeah, like California is actually we're oh, so today we're because before the ranking of how this is going is like how um, New York it, it's hitting really bad in New York. Like the percentage of overall like the U.S. people like they have a high percent. We were supposed to be running in second, but California actually has an eight percent of what's going on. A six to eight percent. I think like Chicago is hitting. Oh, um, so populated. Yeah, like California is actually doing kind of okay because I guess we did somewhat listen, but um, I mean, either way, like the numbers are going. Yeah. Insane. I don't know. I am just looking at this in a very skeptical lens because mm-hmm. it's like, where are all these people that are dying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like. My boyfriend keeps thinking they're like, have you noticed that there's no homeless people around? Like mm-hmm. he's like, they're just white picking them up, and they're saying that those are the victims. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that would be a really crazy, radical thing to do, you know? Like that's like eugenics, in yeah. a way, you know? But I don't know. I just feel like it's like, oh, and then the news are bombarding you. They're like. This person just died of coronavirus. This person died of coronavirus, and it's like probably people that were gonna die anyway mm-hmm. because of natural, like it was a or like heart complications mm-hmm. or stuff, and they're just like coronavirus. So I'm just like, I don't know. And yeah. then I have people close to me that work at hospitals, mm-hmm. and they're like, No, we're just like running out of supplies, mm-hmm. running out of supplies, mm-hmm. which that's more believable than like everybody's just yeah. dying, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I. I worry, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on. Exactly. If you know the government, it's like, hey, look at me. Of course. But there's something going on right here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's just my point of view. No, I agree. Like, with this case, I told my mom, like, before I was following, like, the news to more so be educated and because I was concerned, mm-hmm. um, for myself, I'm trying to take extra precaution because I'm the one that goes out more and then I work with these people that I don't know. And it's more so for my mom's safety because, like, she had a heart attack and I know her lungs suck. So, homegirl is clocking out the moment she gets that. So, I'm like, let me try not to because I love my mom. You feel me? But um, I do think because, like, the thing about it, yes, people are dying. Okay. There's, we, it's 10 people, right? I'm just going to, like, put this into perspective with numbers. We have 10 people and, um, all 10 people are dying i'm trying to work this correctly like one person dies okay you know (laughs) and then we have 20 people and then still so okay the point i'm trying to say is like we have so many people getting it like so many people have it without knowing a lot of the cases are mild but because there's a large amount of people that have it there's a small percentage of people who are dying but if it's a million people and it's one percent, I think that's like ten thousand. Yeah, it's still a lot. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, technically, it's not that bad statistically because one percent. Not saying that no one's life is if less than the other. If you look at it through the number side, yeah, like, it's, then it's like oh, it's one percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then if you look at done. it through like the people and personal connections that each person has then it's like oh it's very God. heartbreaking but in the case like they, but they only want to focus on death 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 and i feel like it's more so to kind of fear people to stay the fuck in you know because when those kids in florida still wanted to do their fucking spring break that was insane it was it. and a lot of them now they have it but when they were doing that because before you never heard anything there you were just saying people who are old people who have like um underlining health stuff be careful when they were out there doing their shit, then the news and the media was like, people of young ages are dying. They're so like, you know, they were just making a big deal so people can stay home. So exactly. and that's what same, that is. At the same time, people are sheep and they will follow oh, and of they will panic and everything. Like, um, I had a friend of a friend and he calls like panicking, like, oh my God, they're going to drop a bomb in New York because there's so many people that are infected and that's going to be the only rational thing. <laughs> and it's like, yes, the government will just bomb its own country because exactly. of the virus, you know? But I feel like, sorry to that person, if you know who you are, but... It's just kind of like people get so in fear and anxious and like so constantly. Um, but I'm like, do I just constantly live in anxiety and that's why I'm chilling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me.
But real quick on this COVID-19, um, kind of what Maria has said earlier, how like the news and the media is kind of like feeding on the negativity and stuff. Um, I've been telling my mom, like, yeah, okay, you can kind of educate yourself and stuff like that, but really just try to stay positive, because even if you allow all that negativity to come in, like, that's not good for your health, you feel me? Exactly. So it's really about being healthy, taking care of yourself. If you get sick, unless it's there for you, like, we pray for you, but get rest, drink water, stay hydrated, do these certain things. I mean, if it gets really, really bad, yeah, vitamin D, take your vitamins, certain type of vitamins, especially since you're not outside, getting that exercise, getting that sun, take vitamin D to replace that, you know, um, but really take care of yourself and try to stay mentally positive because if your mind is fucked up, your body is going to follow, you feel me? So it is what it is, but we're going to get through this um we are and i'm actually very excited to see how it'll be once we kind of like it not i don't think it's ever going to go away but once it, we have more answers to our questions and more control that's really what the problem is um but things are going to change because i feel that there's going to be more sympathy or like more love more human connection more like compassion um but my one fear that i have and this would be like my last little rant about this shit, is that um the earth is kind of doing really good right now or like with global warming or i've been seeing a lot of things like that but i'm scared that like when this goes not goes away but gets more control and we just quick because i know we're gonna quickly just hop back yeah. in it yeah that might She's shock how clear the air is yeah. now and everything and so i feel like it might shock because oh. like for example if you put like a like say there's a freezing freezing cup right that's made out of whatever material but if you just quickly put some hot shit in it it can crack and so i feel like with here it might be doing so good because it slowly got good and then we're just gonna quickly trash it again, it up again that something's going to happen um oh, I hadn't even thought about yeah that. that's my fear i'm just like fuck dude like that's not gonna be good <laughs> that's insane mm -hmm. yeah well i haven't gone hiking in forever and now in la you can't go hiking so. but i remember going to hikes and then you get to a point where you like see all of the pollution and it's just like this gray cloud all over la and you can see like la burbank and like all the other like big places because everything's so close it's mm -hmm. just like traffic yeah. It sucks, you know? So you see it all. But then now, like, I've seen pictures of people posting it, and it's, like, so clear and mm -hmm. everything. And the person that I noticed it from was my mom. Mm -hmm. She's like, look how the sun looks. Like, mm -hmm. it looks so much different. And mm -hmm. it is, like, and it feels different, mm -hmm. you know? But at the same time, it's lockdown, and look how many cars there are. Exactly. And how many people are out, like, everywhere, you uh -huh. know? I have seen people wear more masks, which mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I should now, mm -hmm. but... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I feel like with the mask, um, I mean, oh darn, I'm wearing a medical mask. I'm so sorry because it's low supply. But like, if you're out somewhere and you're going to like a supermarket or you're going somewhere that's going to, if you're going somewhere where there's strangers, mm. you feel me? I would say to wear a mask um, or wear something to cover up your face, just because you don't you don't know what other people are carrying. Um, and for myself. I'm dealing with like people at work and I don't you, I know you said you have some appointments you don't know if the two people that you just met up with exactly. all the hundred people that they've been in contact with yeah, so yeah. when you're going out and about to meet up with people that you are not around normally I would just say like cover your face especially if you know you guys are going to be close and there's no real distance one going back on topic Cheyenne is gonna take the lead on this video and introduce to us a topic that we've talked about before okay so today we're gonna be talking about this acronym I don't know if I'll put something here but acronym <laughs> BDSM 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 a submissive a sub which also I can't talk! Just take <laughs> it off. Just take it off. <laughs> okay. What are you hearing? Just take it off. I'm so sorry, Mom. I'm so sorry. I can't talk. I can't explain with this fucking mask on. Um, can we do this again? <laughs> Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. I think Maria's safe, you guys. Yeah. 
Okay, um, alright, let's go back a little bit more on topic for this video. For this one, we're gonna hit back on a topic that we've talked about before, like, Pokito. So Cheyenne's oh. gonna take the lead. Yes. Okay, so, there's this thing that I'm absolutely, like, in love with. Like, I have, I claim myself to be a part of this community. It is a part of my identity. It has shaped me of the person I am today. Um, so, before I even introduce it, I want to... I don't remember when I got into it. Like, um, I think when I got into Tumblr <laughs> um, back in like middle Tumblr. school, yeah. Tumblr teaches the you Tumblr a lot. Scene. The Tumblr scene, bro. Like, legit Tumblr scene. You feel me? Ninth grade, yeah. I got into a lot of weird, like, sex profiles and stuff I was seeing, and a lot of it dealt with bondage. Um, a lot of rope bunnies, some people like to call themselves. Okay. And um, what is that? So a rope bunny is basically normally a female, but a male, either one. It's someone that likes to be tied up. They just love ropes. They like to be tied up in different positions. They like to be tied up and take pictures. Um, there's also another Japanese term that I have not remembered, but it starts with an S. Um, but they call themselves that. And the really cool thing about BDSM, and I'll also explain it again when I talk more about it, is that you can take whatever you want to be a part of and give it your own title. You feel me? So it's like, mm. if you're into rope, and say you don't want to be called a rope bunny because you don't identify yourself as a bunny, you identify yourself as a puppy. Maybe you're a rope puppy. Like, whatever you want to be, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, so a rope bunny, whenever you hear rope whatever, it's normally just someone that likes to be tied kind up. Of. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Okay, got it. So I would see a lot of these things going on, and I would just, like, look it up. And then I'll start hearing the terms daddy and, like, baby girl and, like, princess, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I like this shit. <laughs> like, it's interesting you know um for sure and i want to say maybe in 10th like 11th grade more so i um with a partner a horrible abusive partner i was with um i was trying to explore kind of like the topic of it with him and he will always like shun me he's like you're weird why are you fucking doing that what is wrong with you that's not okay and i'm just like but this is uh, i just found something yeah you yeah, know yeah and so um, I kind of, because of that, and because I was with him for a while, um, I let it go in a sense. I was still curious, but I wasn't exploring because the person I was with, you know. You get shut down every time by your partner. Exactly. So, and I mean, people at that time too, I mean, we were young, we were stupid, you feel me? We stupid or whatever. But like, um, people liked sex or like the idea of sex but no one was really talking about bdsm they were just talking about like oh yeah i dick this girl down or yeah i gave him like you know like that basic stuff or whatever like that freaky shit um but no one was really interested in sex and bdsm or what comes with it like the real like you know all these things and i guess at the age two you're not normally you don't really understand maybe you're not mature enough to yeah, really it, understand like the art of or like the the passion that exactly. it brings not just it's not just about like uh, yeah like oh a quickie mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and even now that's something that i deal with i'll talk about that too but um yeah you know and so no one's really talking about that so that wasn't really something that i would express and then 12th grade the ending of my senior year, I met this beautiful, beautiful man, and we got in a relationship. And um, with him, I it took us some time in our relationship to get into it, but I started, I brought it back up. You know, I started to explore that topic with him. And even though it was, I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what he was doing because he was completely new to it on so many different levels. Um, but you guys learned together. Yeah, we we're way. like picking it up. We're getting to that like that daddy scene. I was. Figuring out, like, I've always been, like, a submissive person, and I would explain what that is, but I was able to actually kind of explore that, get the names down, do certain things, and figure out what I liked. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still very, very basic. Um, and then also, I'm not going to go too much in details because this is way too deep for, like, the world. This is chapter one. Yeah. This yeah, introduction. <laughs> but, um, BDSM has saved my life in, like, a mental way and okay. so I also really um, connect to it on a deeper level because it helped pull me out of abuse and uh -huh. so um, yeah so like there's so many reasons why it feeds into my curiosity allows me to be who I am it's built my character and it's also saved me through some fucked up shit so um, yes BDSM and then let's say college um, it wasn't until 
I want to say my third year of college um, when I started to really yeah. explore it and that's Take when it back I, up again. yeah uh-huh. that's when I met this guy named the devil um, and so we got into some real crazy shit and I was explaining to him how like I'm a little I'm a sub I want to submit to someone I want to give myself up to someone and he um, was a daddy um, a horrible 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 daddy and I will also bring that up because that's important to be a good like you know good daddy or whatever this once again kind of happened my third year of college but when I first started when I first started college my whole I like um, goal was to study human sexuality and stuff like that and I was taking queer classes queer English classes so we were writing a lot about um, we were just writing a lot so whenever I had the opportunity to write an essay or do research about a certain open topic, I will always lean to BDSM. So I would, um, my first few years of college, even when I had a speech class, I will do like do papers about BDSM, the dangers, oh, really? this and this and that. Yeah, um, I think I can find one of my my email, and I will love to continue to do that again. Um, but yes. So I've introduced this little story of mine, um, and now I want to explain what BDSM is. As you heard, we said a few terms already. Rope bunny, daddy, baby girl, whatever. Yeah, Maria, do you rem- it's been a while since we talked about it, but do you think you remember what okay, BDSM stands for? Okay, so it was um, B for bondage, mm-hmm. and then S, no, 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 D. Mm-hmm. Um, BD, what was D? D. Oh shoot. Dom- dominant, dominant. Dominant. Okay, and then submissive and then sadist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Why did I always get them confused? Like, it's okay. Was, but yeah, I know them I remember them a little bit. One more. M. The Masochist. Yes. Masochist. Yes. yes. That one. That's it. But what is the masochist again? So the one that likes pain. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess. I know. I know. <laughs> so, Yes, exactly. Good job, Edis, y'all. So like Maria said, um, BDSM stands for bondage, the B for bondage, the D for dominance, the S for, um, see, I didn't shit. And the S for submission, or sub, whatever, yeah. Um, S also stands for sadist, and M stands for masochist, and people like to combine so many different things, but there's a SM, sadomasochist, yes. So what are those things? Like, what the fuck? Like, all these terms, what they mean? It sounds mean? intimidating when you don't know. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. What type, what, what are you doing? You I actually know? really like that you said that, because a lot of people, they automatically assume BDSM, oh my god, you like, just ropes, or you just like, um, pain just or you like, just like getting slapped yeah. around and all this mm-hmm. stuff yeah so please teach us <laughs> i shall <laughs> um but really cool thing about bdsm is just like you have the space to take whatever you want to identify with whatever you are into and play with it like it's something to mold and shape for you you feel me and like we are all kind of into BDSM on different type of levels. Um, if you are not a person that participates in BDSM or does not identify yourself as BDSM, that term is a vanilla. Vanilla love, vanilla sex, vanilla lifestyle is still fun. It's okay. It's not for me, but it's still okay to be a vanilla. But if you are not a person that, um, like I said, likes BDSM at all, then that's no. something you want to consider. Um, but yeah, so bondage deals with restraints, deals with ropes. Um, there is a mix, like everything kind of mixed in with each other but um with bondage you also deal with a lot of discipline because if you're getting tied up say some people like to do it for art so a tie like i can probably do a tie that takes me like one minute because we're about to do something you know who knows but then exactly there we go but there's some people who will probably have to put their body in weird positions or sit there for hours and hours on end while a knot is being done and that does take that hurts that can hurt your body it can hurt your mind oh, shit. yeah hours? yeah some knots like depending on how extreme they take it like rope bunnies like if you've ever like i can probably pull up some pictures but um there you'll find a lot of art where it's like maybe someone's tied up and it's a huge tree or something around them like it takes a lot they maybe have to bend their leg all the way over here so it can be tied to their hand in some type of weird way you know so there's different levels of it i've never been in a a situation as such um i mean i wouldn't mind exploring 
being a rope bunny or playing around with rope more, but my knots has never been that extreme. But yeah, it can. Um, Interesting. Take and what it kind of material point. do you use? Some people, it all depends on once again on you. A lot of people use like regular rope. You can use. Like if you want to do something fun, maybe you have a scarf or a necktie, you know, something short. It you can whatever can tie a person down, can tie a person out. I mean, if someone's into like, but it's not like limited. Like, oh, if I'm a rope bunny, I'm only use like um, nylon or mm -hmm. I don't know what material. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. But it's not like I mean, we only use leather. Mm -hmm. or it's not exclusive. Yeah. Like no, it's not. And if okay. you are a person that's like, I only like to be. Anything I do is has to be leather. Anything I use has to be pink. Whatever you want to do, you're able to. But as a whole, That's anything you want it to be. That's yeah, exactly. You do you. So, okay, yeah. Cool. And which is one reason why I love it so much because it gives you that space to really be you. And if anyone else is judging what you're doing, you're not a part of the BDSM family. I'm sorry because we don't judge. You, you know, it's like, you know, so. It's more you get judgment from the people outside of it because mm -hmm. it's like, Exactly. But the people we do judge, and if we judge these people, we don't even claim them to be a part of our community, are people who do not follow, like, do not respect BDSM. And I will bring that up later on what that means. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have bondage. Um, then we have D, which is my favorite. Um, it can be discipline, it can be dominant, it can be however really what it is. But um, what it's explained as is someone that likes to be in control, be in some type of power, someone that's dominant. Um, and um, normally that person is associated with someone, which is the next letter, which is a S, that's called a sub or a submissive. And what that person is, someone that likes to submit their self to a person. Maybe you don't really still don't know what that means. It's just like someone that kind of like, <sighs> their body is their partner's playground they're dominant like they're the person that's it's dominating like the daddy little girl yeah type of exactly scenario. so okay. um you have your dominant you have your submission your submissive and then s also stands for sadist which is a person that likes to conflict pain um i am a sadist but i'm not a, a person that likes to conflict pain physically i like to conflict pain mentally oh shit yeah so like oh, shit. yeah i'm into that type of stuff um and my mom calls me that all the time and so it's like yeah, it can be a little manipulative. That's why I'm very sarcastic sometimes. But yeah. I really like to play with people's head. Okay. Um, and um, but however you want to be, like if you. So sadist can be inflicting pain, and then masochist is taking pain. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting, interesting. Yes. So and then you can do it emotionally mm -hmm. or physically. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And I mean, hopefully, if you're doing it mentally, it's not. There are some people who are fucking evil, and, uh, but hopefully, you're not really like you know taking advantage of the person. But even for me, like for example, the sadist side of me, that's not like anything dealing with the anything that I kind of um, identify myself with in BDSM also deals with my daily life as well, and I can explain how. But for example, with being a sadist, like if I'm bored then maybe I just feel like messing with someone sarcastically, maybe on a very mild level, just see where they're going at. And that entertains me because <laughs> I get off to that. Or like, you know, so it's it's different. Or if say if I'm messing with someone and we're really like, they know it, of course, and that's a different type of level. But um, yeah, and then like Maria had said, a masochist is someone that likes to conflict the pain. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. Who likes to feel pain? Interesting. Mm -hmm. And once again, there's different levels. Say, for example, because like I, I also consider myself as as a submissive person that I am. There is a side of me that is a masochist because I do like to feel the pain. Okay. Um, so I can explain a little bit about my um, masochism or whatever. Um, compared to someone else, like there might be a person I knew one a girl who a long time ago like she enjoyed stapling herself or getting stapled or I know okay. some people that likes to be cut. Um, I during sex, some people like that. Yeah, okay. foreplay, whatever the case might be. I'm not into that. I'm not here to judge. Exactly. Um, okay. But my level Sorry of it, face. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. No, facial expressions are good. It was my first reaction. I have never heard that. Yeah. And, no, it's and it's okay. like a lot of people do a lot of crazy things. Um, I yeah. Interesting. But my level of it might be like, I'm gonna try to keep this PG thirteen. Um, but like hit. 
very hard, you know, like I, I, I can enjoy the hits, but I don't want to get cut, you know, and so I can see, yeah, I can see that being more enjoyable mm -hmm. than actually getting cut because it, it's probably like different parts of your psyche that it hits mm -hmm. the actual like physical pain over like some not not like this yeah you know, but like something like that so know? everyone has a different there might be someone who's into getting cut but they don't like getting hit or they don't like getting hit with uh or whatever spank whatever you want yeah, yeah you know so yeah exactly so it's just there's so many ways to really um dive into bdsm and which is why when people automatically are just like, oh, so you like pain or you're just this or you're automatically a freak. You can be into BDSM and don't have sex. BDSM does not mean that you're sexually active. It oh, goes really? Really, yeah. <laughs> really? So it's like so much into it. Um, so that's why it's amazing and it's a lot to learn, even for myself. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. So, mm -hmm. Interesting. I would say like for... How do you feel that you get because i know on your social media you're very open about it like what reactions do you get do you feel like it's all positive mm -hmm. or do you feel like some people ever judge you mm -hmm. or what do you feel like the spectrum is um <clears throat> most definitely before because like right now compared to how i used to be on my social media about it i was very very open like now i've been like it's like two, three percent compared to how I used to be. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it was like, especially when I had like a daddy, like I was going crazy. Um, but I, I didn't have people tell me like that's fucking weird. Why do you do that? Why are you into that? Or to me, what's negative <clears throat> is the perverts that would just slide on in and it's like, oh, so you into this or you call yourself that or you're looking for a daddy like and say some nasty provocative things. They still do, but it's not as bad because it's not as many as it used to be. Um, so that would be more so of the negative part because okay. automatically like- People kind of assume like you'll just be down to fuck them. Yeah, you know, or I'm down to do this or like just like, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I am a freak. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about how freaky I am. <laughs> But um, we're still trying to get advertising. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, and so, but it's like, and I feel like I have this the right to express the fact that I want a daddy, or I'm a little, or I'm a submissive, or maybe show this. But like, you know, it's a little irritating sometimes when they're just like, they don't even care about who I am as a person. You know, at this point, it's just like, oh, so you a freak? Like, what shit? Like, you know, some nasty yeah. stuff. And I'm like. Okay, I might have done that, but what is it to you? Not for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's very you know? different. Because, like, let's say, like, you're with a partner that you trust and that you love. Like, you're going to be willing to do a lot more exactly. things than for a random stranger who's exactly. lighting on your DMs. It's like, who do you think, how desperate or, like, who do you think I am that you're just going to message me and I'm going to be like, oh. Exactly. Exactly. And, oh, Jesus. Like, even... Well, not even talking about the BDSM, but like I'm a person in general, I love sex. Like, I don't know how I can express that to people. Like, I love it so much. Like, the art of it, like sexuality, you know? And so when I will- I love it, I'm so sorry. I love it depicted in art. Mm -hmm. When it's like, um, like ladies are just like very like, just like sensual mm -hmm. and like aged. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everywhere. Like it, it's it's in politics it's how we built this world it is our fucking survival it is our entertainment it is our art it is our communication like there's so it's like it's so much about it and i For love sure. it like so much it makes me so, so happy like erotic like eroticism and like erotic that you're just like yeah exactly fuck it but, um, you know, one thing that used to annoy me, too, when I would tell people, like, I want to study human sexuality. Oh, my God. Guys used to think it was a perfect, a perfect pickup line. Yeah, I want to study human sexuality. So you like sex? Hmm? So you know what's up? Hmm? I'm like, oh, bitch. So what can you do? Exactly. I'm like, when, if someone tells you I study science, you're just not like, to it but there's also like a scientific fucking method behind it like there's science and so much stuff behind it but they absolutely ignore that and they just automatically believe that i am a person that's obsessed with sex even though i am but it's just like in a disrespectful way you know 
it's annoying. So that's the type of negativity that I get, and that's really um, annoying. And then I also feel like it um, it causes complication in my dating life um, because I am open about that, about it in a sense of like educating people. Because what I really love when I talk about BDSM and when I put it out there is that a lot of people come to me with questions. Or they're curious. They're like, oh my yeah. god, I didn't even know that. Because you're thing. gonna get that round of like perverts, but then you're gonna get that round of people that are like, oh my god, I didn't know there was like somewhere I could go for exactly. that, or I didn't know I could find more information. Mm -hmm. or like, oh, I'm interested. Tell yeah, me more about that. And then they, they don't know anyone that's talked about this, so they feel like they have someone to talk to. Because it's so taboo. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't do the seven. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like it's crazy because now I do see people talking about it a little bit more. Just a little bit more, because back then, like, barely, you know? Um, but, yeah, and I think I do want to really bring that into my life um, more. And because I'm getting close to graduation. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mom. I promise you're not going to get sick. Watch when I come home. She goes to see this video. She goes to see this video two weeks after it's been made. Did she watch like, them? I don't think so. I don't know. But I know she, like, follows up stuff on Instagram. I know my mom does, too. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Just okay. as long as you don't watch the Blog. videos. Blog. It's messed, okay, so yeah, I really get pleasure out of, because before this weird route of college and work that I'm in now, like, um, I wanted to be a sex therapist, so. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I wanted to be a sex therapist with the fans, just like, no, you know, like, well, they weren't necessarily downing my dreams, but they are like, you have to go get a doctoral, like a doctoral, or whatever. Yeah, because um, it would have to been like psychology, right? Yeah, and they're like, you can't do anything with a BS in that. A BS, a <laughs> bachelor's degree, isn't it called a BS, right? I think or if it's psychology, science, it'd, it'd be BA. like BA. Yeah, <laughs> it's not BS, but um, they're like, you can't this do it. That. BS. <laughs> That's my degree. My degree is a BS. Um, Bachelor of Science. At the end of it, all of them are. Yeah, what are we going to do, graduate on Skype? That is. They, they said that we might come back for graduation. Like, oh, really? yeah, if anything, they might they might throw a graduation for us, like, when everything goes down. What, social distance, then face masks for everyone? That's a good question. Like, I, you know, like, once again, like, when things go back to normal, I don't even know if people are going to be social distancing. And the thing is, they're going to sit there and be like, oh, it's gone, but it's never going to be gone. It's, <laughs> it's going to be, be like, like those scary movies that's like, they thought it was gone, but it was living among <laughs> yes, them. Yeah, this going to be a part two. <laughs> I, hope, I uh, saw who else? China, I think they're locking down other no Hong Kong. They're mm -hmm. locking down again after the first wave went down. Oh really? And then somebody else tweeted they're like, what if we just keep like constantly quarantining until there's like nobody left? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I just like my mom the other day she was telling me she's like when I was a kid in church they used to talk about how like the end of the world is gonna be crazy weather, it's gonna be diseases. I was like, I just started a new job, so that got late. <laughs> I'm not ready to My go. My life is going good now. I don't have time for that I right know. now. I know, sorry. Like, I did not go to fucking college for six years, go through all that heartbreak for nothing. Dude, no, no, so, Um, But yes. I need to move away from this country before I need, I need to live somewhere and like become a writer and become a professor yeah. and then be like, Right, right. Yeah, I'm not fucking ready to die. I need another 20 years. Yeah. Minimal. minimal. Yeah. Which still, I'm at 40. So mm -hmm. It's way too early. Mm -hmm. I, I want to retire when I'm 40. I, like, I want, at that point, the, for sure, endless will be built and going. So that will be like, okay, that's different. But, like, any type of, like, working for someone else or getting a paycheck, like, for sure, way before I'm 40, no. So, um, sorry, job. I'm not gonna be working there for 30 years, probably like 15 or 20 years, we'll see. Um, but yeah, 40 years, I'm not working for anyone else. But yes, BDSM has fucked with my dating life because people have this very negative perspective on me, um, a sexual perspective on me, but yes. That's that. Do you, okay, when you meet, let's say you meet somebody new, how long does it take for you to let them know that you're into BDSM? Or when do you introduce the topic or start talking about it? And that's a very good question because there's like this guy that I had interest in and like, I didn't necessarily tell him I was into BDSM, but like once we kind of started doing some sexual stuff or I think that I even told him before I'm like I want a daddy and I didn't really explain somehow what a daddy was until kind of after a few times but 
Um, if they follow me on my social media, for sure, like right off the back, they're already gonna know because I'm gonna expose it. But um, if, yeah, that's a good question. Because I mean, like on a first date or first few hangouts, I don't really like to talk about sex. Um, I don't know. Actually, I guess I don't have that question for okay. myself, and that's something that I should look into because with this thing that I wanted with this guy, I, I didn't want him to be my daddy, um, but I don't. That's not going anywhere, and so I feel like for the next one to come around, I should figure out when it would be a good time. Like I should talk about that before sex. Anything that's intimate, sure. I should get into that because yeah. not necessarily saying like the first time we have to do some crazy stuff because that's not necessarily what I want. But for them to understand, because, okay, I associate with kind of basically everything in BDSM. I'm into bondage. I'm not on a very extreme level. I don't practice ropes or tying anymore. I, like, try to get into that. Um, but I do like to be tied up. I do like restraints. Um, it's not mandatory. Um, my must-have, though, um, in a relation, because it's crazy, because I do find something a boyfriend and a daddy are two different things to me, but you can be my boyfriend who's my daddy, but you don't have to be my daddy that's a boyfriend. Um, and I can, <laughs> so, but, yeah. <laughs> Cause like a, a, okay, yeah, I so, got it though. I, it just took me a second to come back. But yeah, so like, I'm, I, I associate more so with um, dominance and a submissive. I'm a submissive person. Um, I like to be called, I'm a brat, which is my term. And a brat is just someone who is bratty. Like, I'm fucking bratty. There's littles um, who likes that are more like little babies, little playish. They do some do play age as in like likes to dress up as little babies or likes to wear diapers or likes bottles. Like uh -huh. people are into different things. Um, me as a brat, I would associate myself more with like I'm the one that will talk back to you. I'm a little sassy. I like to play video games. I like to do like nice. more Tomish things. Okay. Um, and so that's that and so i like to submit myself to my partner um and when we're in the, like you know the outside world and public i like to be more like the dominant one in a relationship as in like i'm running things this is this this is that sure. but then there are going to be times where you have to take control but i don't want you running things okay. <laughs> yeah you go you go i'm in a mess you know but um you know so but i'm a little all the time yeah so um and so that being said, I feel like when I start before the sex or whatever, that I need to start vocalizing that a little better and be like, look, you know, before we start doing this, I need to know if you are just trying to be just a straight out fuck buddy or if you are interested in being my daddy. Because when I start to submit myself to someone as a fuck buddy, I don't submit. We're just here for one thing. There's no communication. We don't need to do all that lovey-dovey. Don't talk. We, we're not friends. We're just here to get one thing done. But if I'm going to cross that line with you, I am naturally going to submit to you. And when I submit to someone, I get attached. Um, no matter how no much you Yeah, because it's like right off the back, I already it, know it what I want. Emotional. It is emotional. It varies. super emotional. It takes you like, and the deeper that you submit to people, it takes you in a certain type of mindset because some people like to do certain things that you don't do normally you know you are really submitting your body your mm -hmm. mind to a person's pleasure it's all about what he wants for me and he um and so the more things that we do you know it pulls from me <laughs> mentally um and so that's why it's very important that i feel like people understand like what it means to be dead because i can't submit to you and you're happy and we're talking we connect sexually and then when we're not in a sexual a sexual environment you're ignoring me you're not talking to me you're not reaching out to me there's no anything because then i feel worthless and it's just like okay cool but then when you're ready to fuck again you want to hit me up so i can submit to you you feel me so it's like it's no, important to have like yeah exactly but because of how i am mentally and how i like to submit in my past traumas and stuff like of course i'm just gonna be like okay you're my daddy i'm attached yeah know? um so going back to your question about when i should tell it i guess i should start doing that before i get sexual with them because if we're gonna get on that deep level like they need to know right off the bat but i feel like still regardless if you're just gonna be like fuck buddies or if you're going to be like something more like like a daddy like you were saying regardless you should wait a little bit to mm -hmm. have sex with them you mm -hmm. know like get to know them as a person because mm -hmm. no matter what role you guys take it's gonna be like 
whatever chemistry you guys have. Yeah. And if you have none, then it's like, then why am I gonna do all of these exactly. things? Yeah, no, that's know? a good point. And for my, okay, because like, well, one would a fuck buddy, because, um, okay, the way that I am, I don't, I know right off the bat, based off of a touch if you touch me and i like the way you feel then i know i want you mm -hmm. um so like you could be attractive you could uh -huh. be whatever but there's certain things about a person that i know like with my ex like we talked one day and he touched me and i was like this is it i know i want you so it's oh, like interesting yeah so like i can deal or talk with guys but like i'm one of those people that right off the back knows if i want you and which is why i guess for some that could be intimidating or they're not okay with that because it takes people some time so with the fuck buddy um i already know that i don't want you but you you as a person or for whatever reason you're okay enough to allow you to come around me and have sex because i won't have sex with people unless i want you Okay. Um, and if I don't want you, it's just for that pleasure and I don't want a friendship. I don't want to know about you. I don't want us to be friends because I can't, I'm the type of person that if I have sex with you, there's going because naturally I submit, there's going to be some type of feelings. If I'm just fucking you, we're not kissing. I don't follow you on Instagram. I don't want you to see my face. We're in a position where it's just like nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very strict. Like people talk about let's be fuck buddies. I'm like, are you sure? Because I can, I can be a fuck buddy. Y'all don't know how to be fuck buddies. Like I can't deal with that in between type of shit. It drives me crazy. So yeah, that's how I am. Um, that's so, interesting. Know. That's interesting. I mean, at the same time, how can you have sex with somebody or be intimate with somebody mm -hmm. if you don't have some sort of feeling? Exactly. Like, I honestly don't know. Exactly. Do that. I just feel like now, like it's so sacred and safe to me that I'm like, why would I give that? Give that part of myself to you if you're not worthy exactly you know? I'm just like mm, you don't deserve me mm -hmm. and if it, it feels better when you're then when you like let something. somebody in like that to to be your partner then it's like it's so much more meaningful than if you're just having like I don't know sex with other people mm -hmm. but yeah that's what I have found. no I agree with that um like for example with kissing like um I'm not gonna throw out my body count it's not that extreme but probably just for example say i have five like maybe only two of them i've kissed or only one oh, of them really? yeah like kissing um, like that's one of those things where it's like i that's passion to me you know and so it's like um, and it's different for everybody else mm -hmm, as well mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure so yeah sex is amazing and it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that i don't feel like people um appreciate it yes it can be for a moment of pleasure real quick or whatever mm -hmm. but um there's so much more to it um so yeah that's true that's true that's interesting with bdsm there are a few things that are very 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 important and i had said earlier how we really don't judge people and stuff like that but if we are judging a person we technically don't even claim them into our community and so the person that we're judging are the ones that do not do aftercare do not have safe words or do not set boundaries so these are very important things so aftercare safe words and boundaries yeah or like post care too which is something but yeah so um first things first setting boundaries that's extremely important so say if like um what that means is that you're about to do whatever you're about to do um but if you're not comfortable with some something, you know, um, then you let the person know, like, hey, we can do this or we can do that, but just know that I'm not okay with maybe this position or I'm not okay with going this far or I don't like being caught this. Like, you know, just setting some type of boundaries. Say if you don't have any, for example, because I don't really have any boundaries yet, um, you can explore it. And when that boundary comes up or that point, a boundary is basically a point of discomfort discomfort so when you start feeling that you let the person know like hey i'm yeah. not into this um, pre-sex or during or you so say if you know it before the sex and you're comfortable enough to express it then you will want to set boundaries before you guys have start having okay. sex or yeah. maybe Talk you guys yeah or maybe you guys had sex a few times and it was just normal casual but now you guys are like thinking about spicing it up a little bit but once again you know there's some things that Let's you're uncomfortable with boundaries. yeah okay, that's um smart. and if you don't know boundaries you can explore it and once you start feeling discomfort you express it um and that ties into this thing called a safe word so my safe word is cranberry so what is a safe word it is something that's not yes or no because sometimes yes and no mean the same thing when you're having sex <laughs> i don't want to say yes or no on that so 
a safe word is an indication that you are uncomfortable. You need them to stop, like for real, for real. Like now. Yeah. Okay. Like um. Have you ever forgotten your safe word? No. Do you have the same safe word for everyone? I do. Okay. I personally do. And if your person likes to change it up, just make sure that the person knows. You know, if like one day you want it to be pink and the next day you want it to be blue, just at least let the person know. You know, because um, if you're just saying blue and they're like, okay, but you told me pink, like maybe you just what like to say your colors. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so that's that. A safe word is extremely, extremely important. Um, and before I get into the last ones, um, if someone, if you're in a situation and you already set your boundaries, right? Um, you expressed yourself, you've, you've expressed your safe word, and you are with a partner mm-hmm. that even though you are saying your safe word or you're expressing your discomfort and they choose to ignore that at that point that's rape that is abuse that is not okay and that's what we frown upon because that happens a lot especially when i was um when i used to do my essays and stuff like i would write a lot about the importance of safe words and like rape how closely they can be together in a sense of it depends on that person your partner you know um so that can be very hard for people uh, so safe words are important for those reasons. Um, so aftercare, it's like my favorite thing. Aftercare, there's also a post-care or whatever. Um, but um, that is extremely important. And, what is that exactly? Okay, so aftercare is, um, it, it plays a part of anything. But when you are in a moment, if you guys are practicing some type of level of BDSM or just casual sex, it's basically the cuddles. It's basically, um, say, in my situation, my dominant person knows that I like to watch movies or I like to watch horror movies. Maybe when we're done what we're doing, he puts on a horror movie or we play some games together or we do something that brings us back together. Okay. Exactly. So it's just checking to make sure that the person that you were with is okay. It's not rolling over and going to sleep. It's not like, okay, getting out of the bed and walking it's, away it's so much that you're putting yourself especially if you're being the submissive you're putting your so much of yourself out there exactly that you're kind of left like <sighs> yeah. yeah you know there's been times where i've like been left not left alone but there's been times where i've done something and like i start crying or you know or stuff like that or especially because of what i've been through like i for me like um when i have intimate sex with someone like with this last person or whatever like i start i like cry but like i was going like the bathroom or whatever because like it's just uh, there's just a lot of things that i go through mentally and like emotionally that hurts and which is why like the aftercare is important because if you don't know what i'm going through which also i should express but what if i'm not super comfortable and if you're not showing the effort that i can open up to you like of course i'm not going to open up to you you know but like to know that you're there after it's like you know soothing or whatever i feel like bdsm has also like fucked with you mentally Mm -hmm. or do you think it has like helped or damaged at all Mm -hmm. like i know you said you've found like safety in it but do you feel like in a way it's made it even worse or Mm -hmm. not at all or um i feel like it's made it worse only because of the partners i've been with um because you haven't found the right guy and it's like that it just Thanks, yeah, because when I was exploring it with the good guy that I had, um, even though it was very basic, you know, I felt good and I felt comfortable because I do like where I go, where it takes me mentally. I like knowing how much I'm willing to submit to my partner. Like just naturally, I am one of those women that loves to please her man. It's just like, I enjoy doing that and I, it's challenging for me because it takes me out of my everyday, like, um regular mentality or the role that i play in society and allows me to just be this person you know and so i enjoy it but because of the guys that i explored myself with um it's been very damaging because i feel like it's either because like with my old daddy he was experienced he kind of understood but he was he took advantage of that and he knew that i was obsessed with like pleasing him and he knew that so oh, he, yeah he took advantage to the bone um so that fucked me up or if someone that's like naive or probably they're not even ready to be a daddy they just like the whole title of it like you know though that's also damaging there's no aftercare there's no anything so it fucks with me mentally um so yeah that's interesting, mm-hmm. interesting.
Okay, so this is a question outside, kind of outside and just like in a relationship wise. How have you dealt with knowing that your partners have been with other women mm -hmm. as well? In the past yeah, or during? I feel like in the, in the past. Uh -huh. like, yeah, no, I would never show my man. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that fucks with me because mm -hmm. I'm like, how dare you sleep with another woman yeah. before you even knew me, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, that's disgusting uh -huh, to me. Uh -huh. So how do you deal with that? I don't know if I'm the only one that's like, ugh, finds it repulsive. Mm -hmm. like, I hate it. I mean, some people, I feel that there's others that are out there that feels that way. Um, for myself, I've never really thought about it. Like, of course I wouldn't want you to bring that shit up. I don't need you talking about her. I don't even hear her name. I don't need her. Like, you know, like, so if, because it's, because of the fact that I know I've been with people before him. That's I, true. That's, that's, that's true. in that level. So that's not something I um, struggle with. Really? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that affects me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I'm just overly jealous. Yeah. Though, which I am a very jealous person. Mm -hmm. I'll admit that to anybody. I'm like, this is my man. And yeah. he is mine. And mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, shit. Cause like I'm like that too, in like a very. Cause like I don't want to say jealous, and I feel I've learned how to not be jealous. Like I used to be a jealous person, but um, I'm very. If I say this word wrong, sorry, but territorial. Territorial. Ter yeah, uh -huh. very. Like it's like okay, you do you. Go ahead. Like I'm not gonna. If you talk to females, you have female friends. You're texting a female. Okay, that's fine. Like I. Go have your fun, do whatever you want to do. I want to go to a strip club, you go, but there's certain boundaries there, mm. and it's like, like if I see some female just keep touching on you or some girl, <laughs> first you're in trouble. I'm like, wait, okay, oh that's cool. I'm wait till we get home and talk to you about that shit. If you don't talk to her about that shit, that shit's still going on. Now I'm gonna talk to both of y'all, and if that shit is still going on, then we got a problem. But I'm not like we're off the back. I'm angry, like you know, and. I used to be, but like I've learned over the time, like patience in a sense of just like learning because there's a lot of things to get jealous about and I try my best not to because That's true. That's, that's true. Up. Yeah, I don't know. But there's nothing wrong with that. If some people like jealous people. Yeah, like but at the same time I know my boyfriend is also very jealous mm -hmm. as well that he's like, like who mm -hmm. are you talking like who gave you calm? But it's not like too bad to the point where it's like you can't talk to guys or I'm like you can't talk to girls mm -hmm. I'm just very like I'm also very needy mm -hmm. so I'm like you're mine yeah. you know but Boundaries mm -hmm. and safe words. Yes. Okay, so then what would like, let's say, like five tips, three to five tips for like daddy do's and don'ts? <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. the don't uh -huh. for sure will be not sending, um, understanding your little or whoever she might be, um, or he. He or she. Yeah. Whoever your sub. Yeah, I'm just gonna apply to me. It's gonna be easier. So for my daddy, my future daddy or whatever, like my my don't for him would be like not understanding my boundaries. Yeah. So what do I mean by that? It's just that if you are someone that wants to be a daddy and you have this person that is gonna submit to you or whatever, um, make sure that you understand what they want. Make sure that you understand if it's like they want some of your attention. Maybe you don't understand what that means. So you're gonna be like, how much attention? Or what type of attention? But just make sure that you fully understand. Uh, it's a learning process, so it's okay if you don't 100% understand. But like you have a, a decent understanding of what the person that's trying to submit to you, what they need. Um, and if you don't, and you continue to go and do stuff with them, or you guys have your, your moments together, and you don't deliver what that person wants. They might or they might feel comfortable voicing their opinion. They might not, but that could be very damaging. So, um, for example, like for me, a boundary will be like uh, like aftercare. Like I do want to cuddle or I do want to feel loved in some type of way. Like I want to be touched, you know. Um, so if we do some stuff and then after you just like get up and leave or get on the phone or do something. Like I'm gonna sit there feeling like I'm nothing, you know. And so for sure. Um, and especially in that moment, mentally, I might not feel comfortable expressing that. Um, so yeah, so 
A don't will be not to understand their boundaries. A do will be to set boundaries and understand. Um, for sure, a don't is not to uh, listen to a safe word. Oh, yeah. I'm speaking to y'all, like, directly. Listen to me. If you are, like, participating in anything that's sexual and someone says their safe word, someone says a word that they, like, sat with you and told you this. When I say this, that means you need to stop you rape someone i'm saying that straight out like if you do not listen to someone's safe word and you continue you have raped this person because oh, they were telling you yeah. to stop and you are choosing not to listen because consent safe word. has now left so exactly yeah. i'm so happy you mentioned consent consent is extremely important which is why boundaries are set which is why you fucking have safe words it's important if you do not participate or listen to someone when they say their safe word you are a rapist like it's just I'm sorry if it's too direct, but it's okay. it's just that serious. Um, because people won't. There's some people out there that won't, and that is very damaging to the person because then also it makes them feel like their voice does not matter after they already expressed to you. And it takes some for some people it like takes a lot for them to say it you know, it doesn't even matter. Like say if you guys are only going for five seconds or you hit her nicely or hit him whatever and they say their safe word. It's up to them. It's not us to be like, why, why, why? But like, for example, with me, like, it takes a lot for me to be like, you say need to stop. Word. Yeah, okay. you know, or say the safe word. So if I'm saying it, that's really you need to stop. So um, that's serious. A don't not listening to someone's safe word. A do listening to someone's safe word. Just that simple. Just be like, stop. Okay. Just, just stop like it might be for a quick second or it might not be like just check in on that yeah like, exactly okay? everything good like do you want me to switch it up do you want me to not hit you that rough everything okay because then that shows like you really care about the person and it's not just like a body of somebody that you're exactly using, you know and if yeah. that's too much responsibility for you if you can't do that you can't then you can't be someone's daddy it's just that simple it's just like people just then think, you're more like abusive yeah yeah, like people just think like oh you want a daddy i could be a dad like okay yes there are some people vanilla relationships where they say the term daddy or some girlfriends like to call their boyfriends daddy whatever that's different but if you are like a daddy like it's a serious type of thing there is responsibility it's For a sure. role to For play sure. um earlier i said like um a daddy doesn't have to be my boyfriend but a boyfriend could be my daddy a boyfriend to me or daddy to me is this, we do this stuff, I get your attention, we're doing all whatever, whatever I submit to you. But a boyfriend, for you to be my boyfriend, it's more of a public thing, like my family knows of you. I know of your family, whether it's like close family, my friends, like they maybe met you a few times, I maybe met your friends a little bit. It's just more of that public, um, more official statement. Okay. Um, but then we can also participate in being daddy. If we're daddy, then it's just kind of like a you and me type of thing. For, oh, for um, sure. Yeah, it's so. Private. Like, exactly. Like maybe Nobody has to know about it. You guys yeah. can do your own thing in your own house or wherever you choose to. Like, I don't have to know your family. You don't have to know my family. You know, like, I mean, sooner or later, depending if we're going to be this the more serious thing gets longer like i would expect it to kind of be like okay let's make this more of official but yeah i wouldn't want i wouldn't i don't think i could let anybody that wouldn't be my boyfriend you know or like not necessarily let but like i feel like it would definitely lead to something like that yeah it's so vulnerable yeah. and everything that you're doing you yeah. know so can you be a daddy to multiple girls or one girl or you can, go ahead or is it like does it not matter yeah, you can be a daddy to multiple people, to two girls, three, five, girls and boys. What's important is that the person that you are trying to submit, not trying, but the person that you want to submit to, um, they know that, you know, it's not something that's secretive because they might not be okay with it. And if they're not okay with it and you don't want to give up the other people for that person, you guys are not meant to be together on that level. So a do and a don't, a don't is not having that communication, not communicating what you're doing what your sure. your boundaries what you're um, feeling and a do would be to communicate because in bdsm communication is key communication is key consent is key but communication expressing yourself letting the person know what's up is key so yeah cool Cool. What do you think are like your takeaways or one last like hurrah of BDSM that you want to let um, us know about? 
BDSM is something that really allows you to express yourself in a different way. Like there's just so much about it and so much space where you can be creative, where you can explore and see what you are not into and what you are into. Um, if it is something that you do want to pick up, I highly recommend you um, sitting there and reflecting with yourself on things that you might not be okay with, things that you might be okay with and figuring out a type of safe word for yourself just in case you get into a situation and you're like okay i actually don't like that because no in bdsm can sometimes mean yes okay so a safe words are very important so, yeah. not so safe words not not use yes and no mm -hmm. yeah safe words don't have a safe word as no like please um yeah um yeah so that's that Learned a lot. Learned a lot. <laughs> I love this topic so much. Yeah, we should keep going into it. And then if anybody has any questions, anybody would like us to talk about anything else, or stories, we could also share. Mm -hmm. You know, anything you're free to share, we will probably be free to share as well. Exactly. Yeah. Comment down below. Watch our next video. Watch the previous video. Follow us on Instagram. And let's wonder. And stay tuned for the next episode. Awesome.